them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. On today's episode, we're doing some nerd news. And also, we're going to do a deep dive into Bound. What do you mean you've never seen Bound? But first, nerd news. Nerd news! <laughs> first up. So apparently, the rebooting continues. As it will. News of a Battlestar Galactica reboot hit the, hit the airwaves, I don't know, uh, this week. <laughs> Apparently the showrunner from Mr. Robot, which Wendy, you're a fan of, mm-hmm. um, his name is, I had it here, and now Sam it's- Sam Esmail? Yes. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It but, looks right. Yeah. And uh, he tweeted about the project saying, uh, BSG fans, this will not be a remake of the amazing series by Ron D. Moore, launched because why mess with perfection? Instead, we'll explore a new story within the mythology while staying true to the spirit of Battlestar. So say we all. <laughs> so say we all. This will be on the Peacock streaming network. It's M- NBC's streaming network. <clears throat> so it's for sure happening. It's for sure happening. Hmm. It's a done deal. It's okay. It's going straight to series. It's not going. There's not like a pilot situation. Is it going to have any of the original, you know, like a, a random person in there from, I don't know, who's left? Right. <laughs> Who survived the first? There's no, Starbuck de- didn't, uh, that's essentially all the all the details that we have. Okay. We don't know if there's going to be any original ca- well, or characters to the, to the Ron Moore version of Battlestar. We don't know where when it takes place in the, the timeline. Hmm. We know nothing. Keeping it pretty vague. <laughs> they are. Uh, but they're definitely, they're developing it now. Okay. And uh, I don't know how I feel about it. You had me at Sam Esmail. Okay. I know you're have, a fan. You have not watched Mr. Robot. You have not watched Mr. Robot. Stylistically, <laughs> Wendy's storytelling. Pointing. I'm, I'm pointing both at both of, of you. I'm putting you on notice because I like what this guy does. Visually mm. and storytelling. He has some amazingly cool episodes. Just the way they're done. The writing. The direction. The everything. And I love Mr. Robot. Mm. I also liked a lot Homecoming on, I believe it was Netflix with Julia Roberts. Oh, or he, did, Prime. he did that? It was Prime, yeah. Oh. So I, I'm i on board for what this guy, whatever he wants to do. And I wow. also see why, because as Tara and I were talking about this week, our beloved Psych mm-hmm. has a TV movie coming out that hmm. was going to be, I believe, later this year and mm-hmm. was pushed back to mid-2020 and now not going to be on USA, but going to be on the Peacock streaming service. Mm. Full disclosure, Peacock, uh, NBC, parent oh. company of me. I work for them. But, so I better get, I hope I get it free, but I can see what they're doing. They, as, as Disney did, they need things with a fan base to help bring people in. I mean, they're going to have like friends and whatever else they've got, Parks and Rec, that sure. they're going to have on their streaming. So they'll have that, but they want new familiar content that will help draw people in. So... Well, to that point, apparently there's also going to be a Saved by the Bell sequel. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about that? Uh, I don't know. It could be. <laughs> I mean, I love Saved by the Bell. I dress as Zach Morris and a group of my friends all dressed we'll up have as to put some corresponding of characters a few years back. So um, I'm a big fan. But yeah. I, again, I mean, it could be so many things. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but the Battlestar Galactica, I'm, I'm a little concerned because if they're just kind of in the world... 
I'm, I mean, they did Caprica. Um, they on, did. On, it wasn't a big hit. Did not did not um, do well. I don't know. I understand a new showrunner and take it in a different direction. But yeah, it'll be interesting. To I'm see on board. Where they go. I mean, I'm on board. I love BSG, but I, you know, I'd if love, it's, it's yeah, too I far too. away from the mythology of the, I mean, of the original. I mean, how far are they going to go? It I don't would. Know. It would. It would be very smart if they brought in some familiar Cylon faces. I bet they'll have yeah. some familiar faces, even just like if they were mi- more minor characters as cameo, just something to help tie it in. But I don't know. They may but not. see how, because we lo- where we left our... I don't even remember where we left. I knew it wasn't... When we last see our friends, they're on Earth. Yeah. Right. Uh, an unpopulated Earth, Earth right? Mm-hmm. They land like in Africa or something. This could be a so, years in the future continuation of maybe. that. I doubt it's something that's happening like in within that time frame. Mm, I feel like it's yeah. going to be that and then into the future from that story where maybe they'll refer back to the great legend. Maybe they'll have a shrine to Starbuck because she became <laughs> like a legend or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or Adama. They just need to throw it out there, have an alternate universe Starbuck show up. I'd be down with that. I don't even care if it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Her death didn't make sense in the beginning or the, how well, she continued on the show. Anyway. And then didn't she, but I didn't mind. We were not even sure what she was at the end, right? No. Like she kind of just became like this uh, otherworldly mm-hmm. being. Right. Yeah. Cause she kind of just disappeared. And then she was uh, pretty much dead in her plane there at the yeah. end. So yeah. it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm on the fence. I'm, on the good side of the fence saying Oops. I'm very much looking forward to this. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's see though. Last season Mr. Robot coming up. Let's see how he wraps it all up. But okay. I love the show. Love I love guy. what he does. Okay. I'm I'm there. Let's do it. So he has his he has an exclusive deal with NBC Universal. So he's got a bunch of stuff coming, including uh he's gonna do he's gonna adapt Fritz Lang's nineteen twenty seven sci fi classic Metropolis. <gasps> have have you, you are do you have you seen the movie? No, it's, but he's doing it. So it's kind of considered like the like the very first sci-fi movie. I feel like we hmm. should yeah. check that out. Um, I'd love to see. You yeah, should. It's with anything. Can't honestly. believe you've never seen the 1927 sci-fi class. <laughs> I saw it because I was in a junior college film oh. class. Um, but uh, so that I mean, again, that's a very that's an ambitious thing to remake. That's like considered sort of, yeah. you know, the the original sci-fi movie. So, I don't know. This guy has high hopes, I guess. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's up there for me with he does have sci-fi confidence. He's got that white guy confidence. Yeah. I like storytellers <laughs> that have a different, interesting way of doing things. And I, I like him. So, okay. I, I'm curious. Great. Is he also the guy that wants to redo uh, Princess Bride? We're going to talk about that later, Tara. <laughs> okay. That I would not vote for, but we'll get to that. So uh Captain Marvel is in the the news. It's and I don't want to call it news, it's more of the rumor mill. So the the story is and in this keeping in mind this is coming from a YouTube channel called Overlord DVD. <laughs> That's my go-to news source. <laughs> and if you uh if you have a couple minutes, um I would go to Overlord DVD. <laughs> I would watch some videos. Um there's costumes there's special effects involved, but it's really just a, this guy is like spouting this sort of insider information. But spouting he's, is always good. <laughs> but he's do, he's doing it in costume, oh, no. and he's talking to a puppet. Oh, Sarah, don't go to this oh, thing. Oh no, he's talking it. to a puppet sounds terrifying. So keeping that in mind, and he says on his this this particular clip several times how this is he he he's considering this a rumor, but he has he has sources who have sources. Okay. So keeping that in mind, 
uh, the idea that Captain Marvel is now the in trouble because Disney slash Marvel Studios was going to use Spider-Man to kind of make Captain Marvel more likable. Because as we've talked about, Brie Larson, a little stiff, mm-hmm. a, little, a little dry. A little dry. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to use Tom Holland and his adorableness, mm-hmm. uh, kind of team them up and to make her more of a uh, likable character. And so a quote from our friend Overlord DVD, uh, Disney's having Brie Larson fatigue and they have lost confidence in her and in the direction they're moving with Captain Marvel. Marvel had plans for Captain Marvel, but those plans were utterly derailed by the loss of Spider-Man to Sony. Hmm. Uh, he said this, not the puppet. The, this was young him, girl not character, the puppet. Right. <laughs> the puppet said it, no please word of it. <laughs> All right. Um, the young girl that was in Captain Marvel is getting her own show or being her own she's character, gonna be right? In. Uh, she's going to be no, in. Like, was it? Uh, have her play off her? Which or? one? The, uh, it was the WandaVision, girl, no, right? Which? Like the Scarlet Witch. WandaVision, yes. Yeah, WandaVision. The daughter was going to be <laughs> oh, a character yes. in WandaVision. Oh, yes. Oh. Is going to be. Okay. Yes. I forget her character, like, but she is actually in, she's already in the comic books. Lambeau. She's, I forget, uh, I forget what her superhero I forget who the mom is. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. Maria, well, Maria Rambo's her mom. Rambo, not Lambeau. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching the Packers. <laughs> uh, Anyway. Well, I don't know if it's true, but I can totally see it. Because, I mean, I yeah. I liked the movie. I liked her fine. But I agree that I don't know. I didn't, like, she didn't capture my imagination. I thought Now, Brie Larson, outside of the films, as far as being, like, a cool champion of this character and the films and women power and all this, she's fantastic. Like, yeah. I feel like she's done and said all the right things because I think that's who she is. And she's a, I like her completely. Yeah. But I can see how, as a character in the movie, now, she didn't even have that much to do in... The Last Avengers. So mm-hmm. you can really get a feel for... She didn't have that much interaction with the other cast members. Yeah. Well, who's so, left? Like, after the Avengers Endgame. Spoiler right. alert. Um, <laughs> Everybody but a couple of them. Well, right. But who... I mean, Captain America's not getting... No. Having, who's having more movies after this? Oh, Black say. Panther. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, what's her name? Scarlett... Uh, Johansson. Uh, oh. But I guess that, that's a that she could interact. That's a yeah, throwback. That she could movie, interact. She's with. spoiler just dead. Throw her in with Guardians of the Galaxy. I would love to see her in. Now you want to liken her up like Thor and and yeah. Tessa yeah. and uh, Valkyrie. I mean Tessa that Thompson, that yeah. would be a good Valkyrie. world for her to to to. But I I get it. Like I can see why they would want Spider Man to help give her mm-hmm. character a little something because on her own, I feel like she does need some kind of pairing. But sure, and I'm sure that you know Marvel again. There this. Part of this is believable for all the reasons you're saying, Wendy. Right. So I'm sure Marvel is aware of the issue. And if it's not a Spider-Man solution, it's a, well, let's maybe try a different, you know, take on this personality. I'm Mm -hmm. sure they will address this with Brie. I'm sure this will be, she's an actress. She can play it however (laughs) they tell her to play it. Right, right. Like, this is not something that's going to be, oh, we can't fix it. So we got to get rid of Brie Larson, a Oscar winning (laughs) actress. Which, and and here's going to be another thing that comes up. So there's a certain segment that really likes her and likes the character. Who's that? Well, probably like women that <laughs> Some like people. Us. Women. I mean, I but I feel like then you're going to run into, oh, so she has to be cute and perky to to be a good character. Like are you saying she's just too like she's she's straightforward. I mean, and I get it. Like I felt like she didn't have the something to, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I don't want to see like a where they feel like, no, you have to be like cute and fun and girly. Right. Mm-hmm. But I just, I feel like there's just like a little something that 
wasn't she there. She lacked energy. Energy. Me. More of an energy. Like I feel like a... you can still not be, you know, like, yeah, just more of an energy. She's very stoic. Kind of thing. Yeah. Very stoic. Yeah. But, I don't want to say like she's a wet blanket, but get along those lines. Kind of mm-hmm. just like a, uh, she did, I mean, I didn't, I love the movie, but. Yeah, she, she was. Yeah, I agree that she wasn't necessarily because we talked about who we would have cast instead. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Well, obviously we weren't that Char- sold charisma. on it. So maybe it was charisma. that because even Captain America is very straight laced, but yeah, very kind of flat. Right. But he still has the, that charisma him, that yeah. keeps him going. Yeah. Hmm. So I I can see where they're coming from. I just no, hope because sure. but I like her as an actress. So I hope they figure something out because I would hate for you know. She's it. not going anywhere. She has a five movie. De- she's okay. got five movies well, left on the contract. Figure it out Time and figure it out. maybe yeah, she's not going anywhere. Yeah, well, let's get it worked out because she's <laughs> likable as, as a person. Yeah, so I want it to. And succeed. there were moments that I really enjoyed yeah. her. That yeah, they just kind of bring that out a little bit more. You know, we and we talked again. We talked about it before. Every all the scenes with her, between her and her best friend Maria Rambo were mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Like that's the yeah. that that was the personality. That's like that was endearing, right? So I want to watch it again. I feel like we, we should watch, watch it again. again. But what I hate most about this particular story slash rumor is that it feeds into all the fanboy trolls mm-hmm. that say, you know, w- women should not be superheroes and this is all just, you know, not as going against sort of this comic book tradition of testosterone saving the day. So I hate that, that they actually, you know, that this is feeding into their BS. Mm-hmm. Well, the so, movie still did like a billion dollars. It, I mean, it, did well. it literally did a billion mm-hmm. yeah, dollars. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah, like 1.1 billion or something. But right. And that you can't, of course, they're going to take it to be that. But mm-hmm. it's like, like you women can't... as the main characters are boring. And right. Yeah. And that, Which is and... not true. It's yeah, just, it wasn't. In this case, it needs but... figured out. But it's like a look at Wonder Woman. That obviously has done very well. That's the best part of the DC film franchise. I think. It is. She's yeah. saving that franchise. She really, yeah, mm-hmm. with Gal. So, you know, you can't, yeah. Well, yeah. and that's, then mm. you also don't want this to be like, well, look what, you know, they're, the trouble they're having with uh, Captain Marvel. So let's not make this thing that we were thinking about. But Scar- Scar- uh, Scarlett Johansson's still getting her um, Black Widow. Isn't it Black Widow? Yep. Why can't I Dolphson remember that name? <laughs> but yeah, so let's. Um, I mean, they probably already shot that movie. That's that movie is definitely true. Happening. They had they had her costume at the Disney Did they? Expo. Did they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all white leather number. Cool. That's cool. So. All right. So we'll see more to come. I'm rooting for you, Bree. I want this to work. I like you. It's going to be great. <laughs> you don't care, but I do. I like you. So. <laughs> all right. Moving on to some more Marvel news. Wolverine versus Hulk. Sounds like they're developing a movie, mm-hmm. and everyone is hoping that uh, Hugh Jackman will come back. And apparently uh, Marvel Studio, head of Marvel Studios is, is going after him hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because of this, so there's a, a an article on cosmicbook.news and they go and kind of do a deep dive into some old uh, Hugh Jackman quotes regarding joining the Marvel Universe. And he's basically like, I would love it. It would be mm-hmm. great. But, you know, maybe he's kind of over that character now. Uh, Logan he, Logan was a great send off for that character. Yeah. It was a great movie, um, but boy, how much fun would that be? I know. I'd watch him be Wolverine till he's ninety. Sure, that, he's hot and <laughs> he's a perfect Wolverine. <laughs> he is the. I can't imagine anyone else being Wolverine. But it's a lot of work to get his body ready for that. Sure, and it's you know. I think he had made a comment somewhere where he feels like he's too old. He's like, oh, who do people still want to see that? Like, mm-hmm. see me, you know. Yes, that's do. that's they silly. Do. Yeah, I just too got... old. Sylvester Stallone is yeah. starring in a new yeah. Rambo movie. He's like eighty, isn't he? 
Yeah, no, I don't know. He, is he? He might be. I don't <laughs> know. Gonna be. <laughs> but you know, he kind of wants to make pass the torch. But I don't know. There's. It would be. Well, weird. someone it be who wasn't. Uh, yeah, agreed. someone who followed the Disney Fox buyout merger mm. closer than anyone else I know for various reasons. I can tell you the number one thing I saw other than, oh, is, quote, so-and-so, fill-in-the-blank, now a Disney princess. Because, like, some, like, oh, is Princess Leia now officially? Well, I guess she already was. But anyway, Mm -hmm. um, was all the fans wanting to see, like, an X-Men Marvel Universe mashup. Right. And, oh, is Wolverine going to be with the Avengers now? Whatever. Like, that was the number one thing everybody wanted to see. That and also, is Deadpool going to end up being PG next time? (laughs) That was the other big concern. But, um so Answers? yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's they they want these all meeting up and matching up. It's, so yeah, it's like it's, a dream come true for yeah. for from Disney slash Marvel. Um, it's a no brainer. I think we're gonna see we will see X Men start to show up, but is it gonna be the original actors who played them? Mm-hmm. I'm sure they are going to throw so much money at Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah, we will. Yeah. I'm predicting this is a bold prediction. <laughs> I think we're gonna see him. If not in this Hulk movie uh, or whatever, I don't know. He's showing up. Yeah, he's some kind of crossover. At least maybe the first one to kind of uh, put it on the right track. Yeah, and then I don't know. But he okay. He, but it would have to be doesn't he in the past? Right. I was gonna yeah. say doesn't spoiler. He doesn't isn't he dead he's at the end dead. of Logan? Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know what? They can figure that out. Unless they do a rebirth. Of, <laughs> let, well, I don't know. Yeah. Let the big brains over at Marvel Studios <laughs> figure this out. Just get, just make it happen. Uh, you doing some research, Wendy? Um, uh, yeah. She's typing feeverishly are on you, her iPad. Are you tweeting something right Sylvester now? Sylvester is 73 years old. So, Hugh, okay. oh, you are not too old. Indiana Jones. They're doing another <laughs> one of those with my Harrison, who is also oh, God. older than that. Why so. are they doing that? About 78, because I think. Is it, because is, when is this one going to be a good one? How do I know? <laughs> I hope so. I don't want it to ever be bad. Harrison's 77. So, Hugh, come on. You got like uh, at least another almost 30 years to yeah, do stuff. Um, Hugh's fine. I think maybe he's just being very of modest. Of course, Harrison like, doesn't have to be shirtless and buff to be Indiana. But well, I think well, Hugh. Well, here's yeah. the thing. Neither does uh, Hugh because now all the Avengers have their little, little costumes. That's you know, true. Right. Just like a nice tight sort of. Classic X Men, yeah. yeah, garb doesn't need to be shirtless. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fine if he is, but <laughs> he's a good-looking fella. He's a good-looking man. <laughs> I feel like they'll fear in that sort of thing. I think the new, <laughs> the idea, the new, the idea, the uh, something new to bring to it may help entice him to come back. So, oh, maybe, yeah, we'll see. But you know, the Avengers is kind of like I feel like that's sort of a whole different feel than. Like especially like Logan wasn't that pretty? I didn't see it's that. Pretty but dark. It's pretty dark. Yeah. It's more like kind of dark, dramatic type of things than the Avengers mm-hmm. universe. So it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see that match up, especially Hulk. You know, like he big green monster, and there's Wolverine. What I don't know. Are they gonna do fight? Little... Or are they gonna be friends? Well, he was What's a big point? green monster. Now he's like this uh, a friendly monster, uh, yeah. <laughs> very fun hybrid, likable. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, will it be? And that's a question. Will it be angry Hulk or will it be like sophisticated Hulk? And why Hulk? Why is it that they're is there is that from a comic? It must. Why is it like a Hulk Wolverine thing that they're trying to? It's a good question. I don't know. I'm guessing they've done this in (laughs) in the comics. Mm. 
I feel well, like everyone versus everyone has happened in the comics. Definitely. Apparently everyone is in their toy box except for Spider-Man now, so they can do whatever. Mix and match, however they Yeah, choose. I I just, I can't believe that. I, I feel can't like either. that this, there must be, this is not how this is going to end. There's no way. Yeah, Marvel's going to really want to get him back. Mm-hmm. Mm. Get to it. Speaking of nothing to do with Princess Bride, <laughs> well, you did, we did mention it before. So, Rumor, this is like the rumor mill episode of Nerd News. <laughs> TMZ. Rumor. They smoke this fight. Hey, TMZ may be sleazy, but they're usually right. So That's true. Yeah, I'll give them credit. Scoop. They are usually right. It seems like. Is Not o- that I follow it. Overlord DVD one of their uh, informants? So uh, the, recently there's been talk, there's been rumors that Sony Pictures uh, is thinking of maybe rebooting The Princess Bride. Uh, Sony Pictures CEO said in a recent interview that The Princess Bride is now being talked about for a reboot. He told Variety that, quote-unquote, very famous people have come to him to pursue the idea of a Princess Bride reboot. However, the executive declined to say who these people are, stating that uh, only that they want to redo Princess Bride. I think it's a terrible idea. (laughs) Moving on. No. I mean, come on. Why? 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 Very famous people. Hmm. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. Were they very talented, famous people <laughs> that could do a really good job or just very rich people that you know, let do whatever Doesn't they matter. want to it? They don't need to. No, no they don't Some need to. Some things should no not be touched. Never remake Star Wars. Never remake this. Never. I mean, it's it's not even a movie that I'm a huge fan. I like it, but it's. I know it's one of those movies that you would, good luck recapturing the charm and the innocence yeah. and the magic and the perfect casting yeah. and just everything about it. Just stop. It's the perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Like as you just said, the script is hilarious. Cast is amazing. It's just it's and a per- even the, it's a perfect movie. The classic look to it mm-hmm. of the film it adds more charm to yeah. it. That yeah. if it was all new and slick, mi- slick yes, yeah, don't it would to, totally whatever kind of take crazy graphics you'd see, yeah. kind of no. stuff, fancy no, camera just... angles, and being all trying to be all clever. With right, it. stop. Yeah, no, just don't. I think there's enough backlash already that if they tried to go through with this, good luck to you because it's not going to just make them want to do it even more and just, (laughs) oh, people will just come and see what it is. Right. Mm. Well, it's upsetting. And you know what? If they do and they pull it off and it's a nice updated kind of thing, then good job. But I just, why? Mm. Why? The actors from the original aren't big fans of the idea either. No. Nor should they be. Mm -hmm. Did you guys see, um, did you, uh, you probably saw the Ghostbusters the reboot. Mm-hmm. What did you feel about that? I like it with the with Kristen Wiig and all yeah. that. I yeah. like that movie. I'm not some huge devotee of the original Ghostbusters. Right. I liked it back in the day. It was fine. I'm, I don't get you know the boys have their beloved love of it. And right. They hated the female. Now if it, I feel like if it'd been like a bunch of like a more goofy, sexy women running around fighting ghosts, it'd be like yeah, it's fun. But I don't know. I love. I like the reboot. I love the cast. Yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Because I, I was all about it, too, and I love the original. And now I'm thinking, well, does that make me a hypocrite? Because I don't <laughs> want them to do The Princess Bride. No, I don't know. Um, I don't know either. No. Because Ghostbusters movies... is pretty is pretty much a perfect movie, too. The original. I guess it's it all comes... I don't know. Oh, man. So Boy, deep philosophical uh, We'd ask questions. the tough questions, Kat. <laughs> you know us all think Here. a little bit. <laughs> Reboot what you want, and the people who see it or don't will tell you if you should have. Sure. If you want to put your money into it, if you want to put it out there, and all of a sudden it, it, no one wants to see it and it fails miserably, then you'll know you shouldn't have done it. Let right. that be a lesson. Let that mm-hmm. be a lesson. And if you 
you know, you see um, all the yeah. negative backlash and you still want to try to do it, then good luck. I mean, you if know it's what good, you're getting into. If it's good, it's good. Sure. And fine. If they try, I don't know. It's Ugh. just, I mean, I think the reboot, this this new kind of reboot culture that we're in now, I understand the appeal of it because some of them are like, oh, that's really fun and that's kind of cool. But there's so many original stories that people in this town are trying really hard mm-hmm. to make and they're not getting a chance because it's a safe bet. Well, I mean, we could do this really cool original idea, but hey, you know, Princess Bri, we know that <laughs> people are going to show up for that. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's very, it, uh, it's frustrating because I want to see cool new filmmakers making new content, but. Okay. What's a great movie, like a classic, great film that was a reboot of something else. Ooh. Now, I guess you they've made Stars Born like four or five times now, yeah. and that seems to do pretty well all the time. It's like a classic story that keeps getting retold, I guess. Yeah, and but, I'm sure it will continue to get retold. I mean, most of the, it seems like great movies that are just beloved were original thing, or at least like the first adaptation, like from a book or a story. You know, they weren't a reboot of a, were they? I don't know. I'm just asking questions. No, it's, no, <laughs> it's like, we it's, don't a, know it's the an idea that some, par- some crazy idea there. someone had and like maybe, maybe, maybe not fought to get done. And it was something that people hadn't seen before and they fell in love with it. It wasn't like right. a reboot of some, well, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. I mean, it can the be The original well. was kind of mm-hmm. campy and cheesy because yeah. it, it was what, the seventies? It started, but like the the you know, the two thousands version was, was like incredible, right? Yeah, and there were some people that weren't happy. I'm with sure many decisions made in that with one Starbuck, too. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. And now they're right up Starbuck. So you know, I don't know. It just it, but mm. the story that's done that well, a movie that's that loved, leave it be. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's the thing. When have these reboots done well? Like Ghostbusters made money. But it didn't do well, and I don't think they're, they're not gonna, doing another they're not, one. They're definitely so, not doing another one. Um, they're in fact they're redoing a man Ghostbusters. They are. D- and oh, are they? Yeah, yeah. Oh. with men and Carrie hmm. Coon is in it. So also which good. men are in it? I don't know. And nothing's been announced. No, they had like a little teaser. Oh, like they shot a little teaser, like ten second kind of thing. Mm. No, no cast. Just the 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 uh, the, the car. Ec- ec- uh, ecto one, ec- ec- uh, ecto something. something. Mm, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> that car they use. I feel like TV reboots are almost. I don't know. Maybe a little more easy, to acceptable, accept- yeah. accepted than, than a classic film reboot. Yeah, I maybe. don't know. Hey, do you know of good, real, really quality film like a remade film that has either bettered the original or been at least as good or can stand beside, you know, let, let us know. Yeah. If you're like, well, you're, I'd love to know. I'm you're screaming into your phone. It's like, this what about one? this? Yeah. 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 Tell, Tell us. us. All right. I'm very curious. Okay. I think we're going to close the rumor mill. Wow. I love it. <laughs> Live sound effects. Okay, guys. It's a moment I've been waiting for. I am so excited to be talking about this movie. We're going to play a round of, what do you mean you've never seen, dot, 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 bound. 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 1996. <laughs> Let's go back in time. It's 1996. <laughs> uh, this movie is starring Jennifer Tilly, Gina Gershon, Joe Panliano, Christopher Maloney. It's uh, written and directed by the Wachowskis, which, who are now known today as Lana and Lily. At the time, it's actually credited on the on the the film as the Wachowski brothers, um, and uh, this is uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. What did you guys think? So, Tara, you hadn't seen it. 
No. Well, please recap how you you were telling us. I don't remember if it was on the last podcast how it changed um, your life back in '96 or what sure. it meant to you back in '96. So, 1996. I'm 19 years old. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 19. I am just coming to terms um, with my sexuality. Oh, by the way, adult themes to come. This is, a, this is, not, this is an R-rated movie. And spoilers, and spoilers. If you haven't seen it since 1996. So, yeah, yeah just be prepared. Um, so I haven't, uh, you know, I don't have any gay friends. Um, I'm looking to TV and film for, you know, representation. Xena, I think, is the closest thing I have at that point. 96. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was out. About, yeah. On. And uh, I hear this movie. It's a ve- it was a very sort of, uh, it was a hard movie to find in the theaters, but I knew this movie was coming out. And I went, I go by myself for the first time? Maybe I, dragged, I maybe dragged a friend with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was out to my friends mm-hmm. by this point, mm-hmm. maybe just barely. And uh, I go into this theater and there is uh, two actual lesbians mm-hmm. on on screen together uh enjoying each other's company <laughs> very much <laughs> but no i think it's the first time i saw a lesbian relationship on in a movie screen on like on a movie screen in a movie that i paid money to see um and it i became instantly obsessed i think i saw it five times in the theater when i got the vhs i got the laser disc Ooh. like any article i could find in the paper like i was i became this became a very this is a very important movie um to my my coming wow. out yeah it's a big deal uh so um yeah and i feel a lot of a lot of people my age probably feel the same way hmm. yeah i can see why yeah yeah <laughs> well, and like i don't want to spoil it but like they don't die oh uh, yeah that's what one of my notes on here they, they live they live like a happily ever after they which, they win my god yeah. they get they get the girl they each get the girl yeah they win they ride off together into they the sunset. They don't uh, sabotage each other. The whole time, in the back of my mind, only because I've been programmed to think yeah. this now, is that, you know, Jennifer Tilly's character is double-crossing Corky. Yeah, and she's that she's going to run off with the guy and that she's going to be left. I can't believe this happened again. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't happen. No. it was. It's ahead of its time in many ways. It really was. Yeah. It really was. And apparently, when the this is the Wachowskis' directorial debut, mm-hmm. and uh, I won't mention the name of the studio because I work for them. Uh, <laughs> uh, offered the the Wachowskis, hey, we'll give you ten million to make this movie, but you got to change Corky to a guy. And they said not interested. And so they found uh, uh, Dino De Laurentiis gave them three million dollars to make the movie, and they made an incredible movie. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't realize when we, you know, till we looked it up later, this was their first feature to direct. So I can see why, you know, they didn't have any sort of reputation to where they trusted them. So they're like, look, we're not trusting you with making a movie about two women. We, you know, we got to at least have a guy as the, the romantic lead. Right. And they said, no, they stuck to their guns. And, um, and then I, you know, I read more in that article about how once they started seeing the dailies and saw that, wow, this is pretty good. We're getting right. some good stuff. Then they gave them the extra 10000 for like the special camera lens for the lip right. shot and all that, you yeah, know, and, for sure. and like the lever for the death scene thing. And yeah. it was, you know, it was a lot of uh, kind of seeing that they had some good stuff going in. And, um, so Bill Pope shot this movie. He's the, the DP. It was, this is, I mean, fantastic. aside shot. from the lesbian, you know, the, yeah. the, the obvious lesbian themes, like 
this is a beautiful movie. Yeah, it's it was very so well interesting, shot. and I really enjoyed. Yeah, besides the lesbian aspect, I was thoroughly uh, enthralled the whole time, and I yeah. was surprised <laughs> that I kind of forgot why we originally were watching it. Right. Was because you know it's an iconic it lesbian intricate film. story that's yeah. well shot, well told. You're never so, confused about what's happening. Yes, right. and I love the way it started. You know, it was so artistically done um, with you don't really know what the camera is going, where it is. It's kind of right during the opening credits. Right. And then you realize that you are in a closet, very symbolic, and Corky's <laughs> there tied up inside a closet. Oh, my God. But it's the way they just shift the camera, and then you're like, oh, there's so Okay. That was very cool. They did that several yeah. times in the movie. And then now thinking back, oh, yeah, they did The Matrix. I can totally see yeah. the similarities. Yes. These really cool shots they did. Uh, and so speaking of, so Bill Pope would go on to uh, to DP all of their Matrix movies. Good. Yeah. Wow. He earned that A right. Great. <laughs> He's great. He, Friendship uh, yeah. forged there. For, Incredible. Yeah. I think it, this movie is not as good without that, uh, without Bill Pope. That made it le- another level of interesting. Yep. Yeah. So um, my observations, just kind of going through the main notes I took as Please. watching, Corky's hair was ahead awesome. of its time. <laughs> so awesome. Good, right? So cool. Yeah. Slick back. Kind of like, you know, very still very popular look today. Sure, yeah. I, I'm kind of sporting that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I have Corky hair envy. Bit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, and I love that they made them both, you know, they did as good of a job as I felt they could making them still feminine enough. Well, you know, like a little, you know, I think they did a good job with it that yeah. she each had their own, very own identity. But, you know, I, I just I really enjoyed it. But it was so very authentic. It felt I mean, I was shocked at how authentic it felt as right. as a, you know, queer person sure. as well, especially the, the lesbian bar scene yes. where they go in. And I thought that looks like a lesbian bar I've been to or like that I go to. Fun and fact. Then, yeah. So that. OK, so Susie Bright, she's a lesbian um, and feminist writer. She they sent her an early draft of the script um and she's like i want to be your technical advisor i want to be your lesbian technical advisor so aside from choreographing the sex scene uh she filled that bar with all of her friends so those are san francisco mm-hmm. lesbians that's mm-hmm. why i probably feel so yeah. <laughs> well it was just great because even the the two characters that you know very of course there's like clearly a butch and femme thing going on but there's so much crossover that i think really captures mm. How it really is that you're not always just fully one thing or the other thing. That's really, they did a really great job of encompassing um, a lot of different parts of the identity. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. What else do I got here? (laughs) A lot. uh, I also, I mean, I really had no idea going in what the movie really was. I know, and I love I mean, I that. Think lesbian mm-hmm. noir is so how you, you know, I was like, yeah. okay, what does that mean? Yeah. And of course, I'm thinking, okay, it's from the 90s. It's going to be like <laughs> kind of cheesy or yeah. kind of like, uh, they're not really going to go there because, you know, you think Xenos are around the same time. It's very true. subtext. But no, there was a lot of sexual energy right from the start, from that first scene when they're together in the elevator yeah. where they are like, IFing each other <laughs> right there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Making me a little uncomfortable. So I feel like I'm intruding on something. Very intimate elevator yes, ride. It was. Uh, yeah. And then I, I loved it. So, oh, uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> I already, I also wrote Corky's like tomboy underwear or also kind of <laughs> like ahead of, like, that's a bit, another big thing. I'm like, that's totally that's cool. Yeah. That's so cool to see that. Yeah. And how, ugh, anyway. 
I was very impressed with these little details that they put. <laughs> I feel like Corky inspired a lot of uh, a, a lot of lesbians at that time. Like I feel like that yeah. character was a, was so iconic. Whether or not I realize it, I probably have held on to a lot of that sort of like you know. I know I bought like boots. <laughs> I probably started wearing dickies. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Oh man, and I think uh, by far my favorite part because it was it wasn't campy, but it definitely you know at all. But there was one part where <laughs> they were both tied up, and one of her one of the earlier lines, Corgi, after they had you know intercourse, whatever you know, you know, she was like, "I'm sorry," and uh, Corgi said, "Don't be sorry." I hate when you know women apologize for sex, right? So then later in the movie. When they're both tied up by her mobster boyfriend or whatever. Yes. Um, again, you know, she says, I'm, I'm sorry for putting the situation. And she says, don't be sorry. Help me. And then it cuts away to the, bob, the, the boyfriend, like, I don't know, doing something in the other room. Then it cuts back to them and they're both lying on the floor back like, to back. Trying like, to, like, trying to like, untie each other. It's hilarious. It's very cute. Yeah, it was, it was really funny. cute. Squirming around. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> he was like, what the hell? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> It was a great. It was a great cut. I loved it. It made me laugh hysterically and die as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, And the sound was really good. It was really cool. Design Mm -hmm. is so fun. Yes, how they kind of they muffle it a little bit to make it feel like you're in their head and um, the. Uh, like Wendy mentioned earlier, that the effects with the movement of the camera, with the people, and when the main guy, Mickey, was that? No, not Mickey. No, the, uh, Caesar? Gino Marzoni. Gino. Gino. When he oh, did that yeah. fall. And then you found, and uh, as it was happening, I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then to find out, yeah, they, they had to get a special like, like, lever yeah. thing for him to fall like that. Yeah. So it was really cool how they did that. Yeah, it's very creative filmmaking. Yeah. But also like when the there's a phone call, I think it's when uh Caesar's the boyfriend, the he realizes that someone's in the apartment yeah, next door. Yeah. Shit's hitting the fan. Stuff is hitting the fan. And I guess this is gonna be explicit anyways. Shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> And so he makes a call, and you follow the the phone call as oh, it's yes. oh, going like it. through. The yeah. phone call is looped around, like tied, and it goes, woo, woo, and he goes, follow the loop. Yeah, that's so funny. Like in like when they're you know there's a a shot of Caesar's pouring, making a drink for somebody, and this is again, this is things are tense, and he's pouring it in, like the sound of the you see the here, and I think it was at the same point where it shifted the camera through the glass, and you saw like the eight bunch of different, yeah, 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 it was really it was cool. cool. It was so well shot and yeah. done. It was, yeah. It, I'd forgotten because I had seen it, but it had been long enough to where it was basically watching it for the first time because I don't remember where or when. Um, I knew enough to know that they got away okay. Yeah. yeah. Neither one was going to die. They yeah. didn't betray each other. Man. So, but it, yeah, it was all, it felt new. And again, it. that shocked me that they got away. I mean, I'm so conditioned to right. the lesbian relationships ending in the most tragic of ways yeah. on screen that even as they were driving away in the truck, <laughs> I kept waiting for the truck to explode. Oh, like they like, you know, wow. like it couldn't possibly work that out. Like that would have been shocking. Probably and I thought what they would have done today. Right. It, well, like. yeah. To, and the, I thought it was going to happen Gino until knew all along. the credits right. came back up and I was or like, whoever. oh, my God. Like, hey, wait, yeah. this is the end of the movie? Oh, my, oh cool. <laughs> Bravo. Yeah. There wasn't a post credits blow up scene, was there? I, no, <laughs> we stopped the credits. Okay. No, I promise. All right, good. Uh, One thing I love about this movie and movies set 
back in this time, is especially of a, a film like this that so much depends on like the fake phone call from the bathroom or her telling him they're in the hospital or like all the the back and forth and the phone in the other room. The, like, I'm so glad this movie was made then and not now where you think of what, how would have cell phones come into play and texting and computers right. and That's would the true. money be, instead of this suitcase of cash, would it have been like, they're trying to get the thumb drive to transfer right. the money mm-hmm. to an account and, and all this. And this is so much more, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's so much more interesting and fun to watch a movie like this set back then. Yeah, because then, yeah, all those phone calls, all I kept thinking in my mind is, well, wouldn't they know where he's calling from? <laughs> right. No, they right. wouldn't. Yeah. It's not, wasn't not a yeah. big thing. No caller ID. Yeah, there's, yeah you, there's so many ways that, that it would have made the story different. <laughs> it doesn't work. Trying to tell yeah. the story that if you try to do it now. And totally. I, I love shows like this or films or shows where they don't have those devices. And, you know, would would she have been getting texts from Corky and the little words pop up on the screen? Oh, right. Crap yeah. like that. So, um, yeah, no, it was, it was, a, you know, talking about films that make an impact or, you know, original ideas or things people have to fight for a little bit like yes, this. this. You know, they, they had their story. They wanted to tell. They wanted to tell it to women. You know, the article sent Jenny Gershon's people said, no, you can't do this movie. It will kill your career. So she dumped them and did it anyway. Yeah, and, incredible. And good for her. So, and she really, you could tell, she really wanted to get it right. She wanted to be true to, to what a lesbian was. And this character, she wanted to work out different, get a different body. Because yeah. she was apparently, she's quite feminine, I guess, in real life and just change her well, whole self. And she and, said, the article we keep referencing is from EW, yeah. yes. Entertainment Weekly, from just recently, yeah, a couple ju- months ago. June, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. And yeah, she said she had just come off doing Showgirls. Yes. Isn't so that she crazy? was kind of very kind of yeah. like wafy and thin, but she wanted <laughs> mm-hmm. to bulk up and be more authentic <laughs> to the character she's portraying. Uh, yeah. And she even went when she, uh, Susie, what's her Susie name? Bright. Susie Bright had, you know, told her some places to go, some bars she could go to, to, to see. And she even saw tattoos. There's how she picked her tattoos was from, you know, where she went and was just, kind of out in the crowd observing, and observing yeah. and yeah she chose she's like oh that's hot like i want that like that look yeah yeah <laughs> so. well and even apparently like she you know this the the story goes that she went out to like use pickup lines from yeah, the movie yeah. <laughs> this uh, line didn't work <laughs> yeah so you know that's now that is commitment to uh yeah to your character and you know listen gina Gershon is a very attractive woman her lips are you mm. kidding me like <laughs> her like so it, it, it's it it would be hard to to make her butch to begin with, but she she just she just gives it her all, yeah, <laughs> and she really does just become that character, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Now, I love Jennifer Tilly. Oh my god, yeah. was, I love Jennifer Tilly so much. Um, yeah, it, she was cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't that, see someone else doing that. Like I I like because yeah. you mm-hmm. you saw the like. You know, I'm just here because of Caesar. But you knew, but you could tell she was smart. She's she was the no smartest dummy. one in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is the, she, the smartest yeah. person in that movie. Violet. She was awesome. Advantage of the opportunities yep. <laughs> she was yeah. given. And, you yeah. Know. And the conversation they had, um, I think it's, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, they're, Corky and Violet are talking. They're kind of having a fight. They've had, they've just like slept mm. together, but they're having a fight. And, <laughs> You know, because uh, Corky's jealous because she, she, you know, yeah. she knows that she's, you know, sleeping with with guys right next door, and it's like this is my job. Like I'm just like you, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, she's basically saying I, I'm a lesbian. I, I, you know, I don't have sex with men. It's my job. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for uh, in 1996, for two lesbians to be talking about identity, 
Yeah. Like, it's really just, it blows my mind. This movie was so ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact that it got made yeah. and put into theaters. It really, yeah. it didn't do that well. It said it made like $3.8 million, I think. I think it, so it, just, didn't do... it just made its money back. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then, of course, it's had such a life after that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, well, then, you know, Gina talked about, you know, wondering at the time, how can these guys write so well for women? And then, of course, she realized later they were struggling with their own, you know. Yeah who they were and, and their perspective on things. And, and, um, it's fascinating, but yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, it, yeah, they in talking about even the sex scenes. There was a, a effort to not do sex scenes that like men want to see, but realistic. Right. And, it was realistic, mm-hmm. you know, as, um, as much as you can show realistic yeah. lesbian sex. Mm-hmm. But yep. Yeah. It was, it was an interesting <laughs> look back. I like how we recommended frozen. <laughs> and you recommend a bound. The only similarities being two female lead characters in yeah. completely different capacity. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. yeah, the cast. Christopher Maloney. I had no idea. Oh, I had yeah. no memory he's, of him being in that. He's fun. It was cool. He's so fun in this. Yeah. Johnny Marzoni. Yeah. Mob movies are fun. You yeah. just think, oh, how are you going to get away with this? But it was cool. And oh, and then when, of course, when Caesar steps into the white paint at the end, I'm like, oh, it's going to be a pretty bloodbath <laughs> of blood and white and gorgeous art. And uh, yeah. And oh, and then, and I guess I read. What a moment when Corky's tied up in the closet and then bursts out and like the, the, what that shows, which I didn't even I, I didn't even think of at the time. <laughs> right. I was like, that yeah, I could see that yeah. being like a moment where like, yeah, she bursts out of the closet, <laughs> takes control, and and um, yeah. It was, and, so it's interesting because in the first so in the first twenty minutes of the movie they have they sle- they sleep together, Corky and Violet, mm-hmm. and then they come up with a plan. The last act of the movie Corky's not really in it no it's all like Violet is is driving that plot pretty much Mm -hmm. just sitting next door wondering what's happening yeah she's knocked out she's in the closet or locked out and then she gets beat up again she really needs to work on her hand to hand (laughs) combat skills she got some good hits in there she's like okay keep your hands up Corky like (laughs) gotta coming back for you but no Violet is driving that plot Mm -hmm. like she is the reason they get away I love the phone call from the bathroom where she's like you know, pretend it's don't don't tell them yeah, it's me. If you want to get out exactly. of this, I yeah. know where your gun is, and I can come blow this whole thing yeah. up yeah. right now. She, yeah, she was incredibly. Keep talking, you idiot. Right. Yeah. Well, it's a nice shift where <laughs> kind of feels she first. You feel like she's kind of more dependent on Corky's right. character. Like, oh, I need her for she's the real brains of the operation. And then you come to find like, no, she's it's Violet that's thinking on her feet and really comes up with yeah. you know the, when the plan gets a lot harder. Yes. She's the one really crafting this. And when the plan goes to hell. Yeah. yeah. She saves it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was cool. It was, I'm glad we watched it. Thank you, Kat. Oh, yes. That was quite the recommendation. recommendation. You're welcome. It's, it's, you know, listen. Oh, and <laughs> I'm here for you guys. Of all the lines in the whole movie, the one that stuck out that like, I feel like I'm going to say that in the future was right after that phone call when she comes out and they fool the mob into thinking that the other guys are in the hospital instead of dead. And she walks out. He's like, now that's teamwork. <laughs> I just thought, oh God, I'm probably gonna say that. Now that's teamwork. Now that's teamwork. I love his accent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I He's gotta say, Joe Joe Pagli- Pagliano yeah. is so good in this. Oh, yeah. he really this is, might be yeah. his like best role. He really, again, the movie's not the same without him. No, mm-hmm. the cast is really whoever cast this movie is. Yeah, it's very yeah. incredible. And again, I really felt his um, anxiety and like I was freaking oh, yeah. out with him when he made that decision. <laughs> and the way they shot it too yeah. was so And good. handing off the gun slowly yes. and you just think, oh, he's about to get killed. And then all of a sudden he does it and then they have this, the way they shot him kind of turning around and shooting everybody yes, else. Is, so good. Yeah. Oh. And then his freak out scene was, man. So I'm guessing after this, they pretty much were handed a 
a platter of money to make the matrix. Yes. If you can do, if you can make this film for 3 million bucks. Yeah. What, what do you got next? I wonder what it was. Well, you know what it was like seeing it back in the day, but like, like you said, when you didn't, where else were you going? Xena? And that was so subtle. Like, I mean, I, that seeing something like this back in 1996. Yeah. must've been interesting. It was a big deal. And like, I would, I remember going, I was basically following this movie around. So I, you know, (laughs) it it was in theaters. It wasn't in theaters for very long. And so I ended up like, I would, I would drive 30 minutes away to go and see this in a a completely empty theater. Like there was not a lot of people showing up. Um, But no, it was, it was, I mean, I can't think of anything else besides Xena. There was, you know, so so there were some definitely some smaller art house lesbian movies in the nineties. I never, but I never saw one in a theater. I'm thinking of uh, the absolutely true story mm. of two girls in love. I don't know if you've seen that, Tara. Uh, we're gonna no. <laughs> we're gonna, this is gonna be a series. We're gonna do like nineties <laughs> lesbian movies, okay, for sure. Well, the thing about this too, it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily a lesbian movie. It was a movie that easily could have been made with a guy as yeah. Corky. And it just, it's he true. said, no, we just want Corky to be a woman. And the fact that they were lesbians and, and all this was, yeah. the plot was like kind of violent. Taking, you know, the, the, it was, was the whole plot. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, it, it's it sort added of, another it, layer. It is but. the, them meeting is what starts the, right. the plot. Like and that's the, the moment that this becomes a caper. And it adds to, like, she's been in this world of where she kind of, she sleeps with men for work or yeah, whatever, job. you know, and she's got, she's not surrounded by good men. And but she's in this world, and she meets Corky, who maybe awakens things in her, maybe gives her this sort of connection she did, she's never had with these guys. So it does add a definite layer. But they could have easily made the same story with a guy in Corky's absolutely. Part. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, so it's uh, so yeah, I don't know. Like I'm trying to think, was it's, it a movie that was there another movie like this where it was like not about the fact that two women are falling for each other. It's about, hey, they right. do. But then there's this whole other big story going on around You're it. right. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crime thriller that ha- happens to have a lesbian relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yep, it's true. But yep. you're right. It's, I, see, I see your point. The, the, the sort of other 90s lesbian movies, is, is that's the whole point. It's like, oh, right. there's this relationship and uh, what's going to happen, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. This is a... We'll a, be end up together. S- exactly. This mm-hmm. is a solid movie that happens to have a really cool lesbian relationship in it. And they don't die. And they don't die. Mm-hmm. They get away part. with the money. Corky buys a sweet ass red truck <laughs> that did not explode. <laughs> uh. And how about the soundtrack? Some really great songs. Yeah. I will say, because I read an article, Gina liked that Sinatra song, The Best Is Yet to Come. Right. She, she's like, oh, I wish they would have used that. But yeah, they went with She's a Lady and I liked it. I kind of would have loved to see the end with the Sinatra song. I feel mm-hmm. like that would have been a cool song. Yeah, maybe. But She's a Lady's cool too. But I, I would have been curious to hear what that would have felt like. Yeah. And um, so this, so as Tara mentioned, this article is on entertainmentweekly.com and it's, they bring them, Gina Gershon and Jennifer Tilly back and they, they sit down and watch the movie together <laughs> and it's, you know, their kind of reactions and stuff. That's like so cool. And it seems yeah. like they really genuinely are, are friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like they. She even said, you're the only actress I've stayed friends with. Yeah. So. That's pretty cool. That makes me happy. Yeah. 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 They are um, very supportive of each other. And, yeah. You know. It's pretty cool. That's good to know. I mean, we I can like that. keep talking about this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just w- want to be their friends. <laughs> I just want to be their friends. I would love to. I would love to meet at least one of them one day and just say, and I'm sure this happens all the time. And they, I think they mentioned it in the article, like women come up to them and say, because, you know, thank you because of you, like, you know, came out or you like, whatever, like what an impact mm-hmm. uh, that they've had on people. Mm-hmm. It, it was I, a huge risk to, for them big time. It was at the time, you know, it 
and uh-huh. Gina says, like, I was never, I'd never seen a part like this. Mm-hmm. Like, to, right. to, to be the hero. and To get the girl. She says she's <laughs> the hero of the movie. I don't know that Corky's the hero of the movie. It's I debatable. I don't think so, yeah. But, you know, to be that to, to be that character, she said, you never see roles like this. And that's why she was like, I'm doing it. I don't care what my people say. You know what mm-hmm. I wondered, too? If, if for some reason they had said, all right, let's make our movie with the studio money and make Corky Guy. Mm-hmm. Would it have had that same ending, like, or would they would they have insisted on the guy being more of the hero at the end? Maybe mm-hmm. the guy shoots, maybe the guy shoots Caesar because they don't want uh, Violet to like, oh, well, she's a lady. We don't want her to kill the guy. Right. You know, we want that he can say that like she almost does it, but then something happens and he's the one that does. You know, I I right. wonder if that would have changed some of the story aspects besides like. You know, letting letting Violet take a more active role in in saving the day and being her own hero. Right. If a guy had been quirky, because yep. there's no way. You know, I don't know. I feel like it would have changed things in the storytelling. And also, no one's talking about this movie thirty years later. No, mm-hmm. no. If it's, it's a just, nice movie, uh, it's a, yet another. They probably get jobs because it looks cool and it was probably well told, but it would not have had the impact. I don't. Think sure, so. you're right. We would talk about it because it was the Wachowski's first movie, yeah. but it wouldn't. I don't think it would be. It's just an iconic movie mm-hmm. to a certain demographic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very specific demographic. Um, uh, so there you go. Well, thank you. Sure. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thoroughly. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. It was fun watching Tara watch it. Learned Not some cool camera tricks and stuff, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So there you go. I'm sure we'll... And we'll so we'll do that again. Another... What do you mean you've never seen? We still got Terminator. Yeah. We've got we got to do Terminator before. That's uh, very timely. The next one comes out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You can't go into that cold. That's That'll be our next one. That makes sense. Should okay. we do, do, do we do both Terminator and T2 at the same time? Because you, you have. I think. I haven't seen either. Well, either all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we should save it and do it one big fail. Foul. One big thing. Great. Yeah. Love it. Big, I think so. Because it's like our big Terminator segment maybe leading into the seeing the third. That's a great idea. Because I think you can cover enough of the overall story, you know, the the evolution of Sarah, Sarah Connor, too. Yes, that's yeah. true. Okay. I like that idea. That's a great idea. All right, guys. Well, um, before we wrap this up, we have another email. What? No way. You <laughs> I didn't like even you say prepare us for a surprise. Oh, she, last time she warned of us as of a surprise, but this time there was no warning at all. You know what? what? My I, heart can't take it. I know. I love this. It's good. I love. I love surprising you guys. Okay, so this email is from Delaney, and if you remember, we talked to her co-host Jen Tidwell, oh. also known as DW. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, now Delaney is a fan of ours Ooh. as much as we yeah. are of hers. <laughs> Uh, and Delaney writes, I figured I'd take advantage of the fancy email system you've, you've got going on for the podcast and answer a question you posed after you had finished talking with DW. Now, I can only speak for myself, but you do. Yes, I do occasionally get similar themed fix mixed up. And since we tend to do themed episodes, it is bound to happen. Honestly, even fix that are not similar. I'm sure I've gotten mixed up and I don't read near the volume DW does. And as I mentioned to Kat on Twitter, I blame you all for this incessant need to rewatch and finally finish Xena. <laughs> so you're welcome, Delaney. <laughs> so you know she never finished it? That's what it sounds like, yeah. Wow. She never got through it. Wow. Hmm. Well, it's it's you need closure. Yeah. 
I don't know how she feel about that last episode. Well, but we'll wait. Let's yeah. see what she's. Yeah, maybe. Get, hey, get Delaney, some feedback. <laughs> once you've made it through, uh, write us, and uh, maybe we'll have you on. You can talk. You can. You kind of. You know, share your thoughts with us. Yeah, I'm yeah. curious to see. See what that would be. Okay. For sure. How much she has left to go. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm intrigued by someone yes. still with New Zenas to watch. <laughs> and see, has, yeah, that's not re- kind of. Ha- would she say she's rewatching? She's going to finish it. Rewatching and finishing. Oh, she needs okay. to rewatch. And finally finished. Oh, know. wow. So it sounds like she's made it. She's tried to go through a couple times. Okay. And this is maybe maybe okay. this one will stick. We got your back. Do yes, it. Yes, you can do this. You have our full support. You, you will <laughs> mostly enjoy it. <laughs> You'll enjoy it. It's yeah, good stuff. And course, they'll fix course. it all when they, when they do the TV movie that yeah. I'm putting money on them doing someday. It's going to happen. It's maybe bound not to. a lot of money, but bound. <laughs> I, see what you mean I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> These stupid puns just come out of my mouth. I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> Well, listen, if uh, if you, uh, dear listener, would like to share uh, any kind of insight with us about Xena, about Bound, I'd love to hear your Bound stories. Um, you know, you can send us an email to sheenerdsout at gmail.com, or you can find us on some socials. Yeah, at She Nerds Out Podcast on Instagram and the Facebook. Yeah, any and, or any other iconic films that shaped you growing up. Yeah. For sure. Shout them out. I love we want to know. Yeah. And we'll talk. Maybe we'll talk about them. Until next time. She, she nerds out. out. Now that's teamwork. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things.